Wilson Hall presents The oldest and strongest emotion of mankind is fear. Cthulhu, London, New York, Shanghai, Egypt, Australia, Kenya, Cornwall. That is not dead, which can the name's Elias, Jackson Elias, catching up with a friend of mine. The Black Pharaoh, he comes tonight. A globe-trotting race against the darkness. <laughs> now, my friend, you'll feel the lick of the bloody tongue. The Painted Lady, the Black Wind. Oh, is masks of Nialato Tep With Nick Marsh as the keeper of arcane lore. Anyway, um, <laughs> Nick, <laughs> where were you? You are the cockmaster tonight. Oh, yes, um, yes. What are we up uh, to? You. Uh, we'd formulated uh, a plan of sorts. You had almost we? come up. Well, they, Jesus, yeah, we talked we'd, we'd chatted with Nicky Maloney together. and Inspector Barrington, I believe. That's right. You had discovered something about the Egyptian murders, which is a series of murders of Egyptian nationals, which, uh, having spoken to Inspector Barrington and charmed him, like you didn't charm the pants off him. It wasn't no. that kind of role. Um, but you found that he discovered a lot of them were members of the Blue Pyramid Club. Um, and he also had his suspicions about a spice dealer named Zara Shafiq. Yep. Um, it seemed to be a group of people, what Dunham over, and they are supposed to be the Brotherhood of the Black Pharaoh, though, um, or that's what um, Jackson Elias told Barrington. Barrington spoke to a certain Mr. Edward Gavigan, at the Penny Foundation, who was yeah, sure my, there was my handwriting's no... terrible. I appear to have written the Renfield Foundation. Looking at this, which is <laughs> a very different story. That's just down the road. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, uh, deal with pests, fly infestations, that sort of thing. I'm sure Gavigan's a really nice, nice guy, just like that Omar Shakti guy I've heard about. <laughs> a very nice gentleman. Omar no foreshadowing. Um, he. <laughs> Uh, uh, yeah, minus uh, 10 sanity for foreshadowing. Um, he um, uh, spoke to Edward Gavigan, who said, yes, the murders did seem to be similar to the Black Pharaoh uh, cult, uh, the Brotherhood of the Black Pharaoh, but he assured him there was no chance of uh, that cult surviving to the modern age, though he didn't dispute the fact it could be a copycat cult. Um, copycat you also A copycat cult. You also found in the British Library, in the Proceedings of the Antiquities of Lower Egypt, a mention of the Black Pharaoh, but very much in the negative sense that he's uh, a mythical figure designed to frighten small children. Mm-hmm. Um, you also, Mickey Mahoney um, uh, showed you that uh, Jackson Elias was investigating the Egyptian murders and gave you a bit more information about it. But that's really where your clues end at this point. So you have... Uh, you still have the Penu Foundation, which we investigated a little bit. Um, yes, and we we're going to go and have a chat, weren't we? Mm, well, that I seemed to be your. You seem to be coming up with some sort of plan thing. Which I'm not mm, sure. I, I think that's what con- rather confused me. Yeah. Was there a shotgun in it, or a cavalry sniper? 
Because <laughs> if not, it wasn't, sure we it wasn't one of my plans. One, I'm sure. Oh, we haven't talked about what guns you brought into England. Um, what guns have you brought into England? A small revolver. Uh, nothing much. Um, so I have. Q uh, Mad Max brought... entering Barton Town. <laughs> I'm not carrying. I mean, you will need you to are, declare most of them. Guns obviously don't count as shotguns. Uh, sorry, shotguns obviously don't count as guns, so they're fine just to bring in carte blanche. Um, other things, especially if they're silver inlaid purdies. <laughs> especially then. Ooh. Um. Okay. Well, do I need to? Um, bearing in mind, I'm XREF. Ah, uh, there are certain formalities to go through. They're not going to stop me bringing them in, but yeah, you should at least right. fill in. Yeah. You should at least take okay. them off your plane. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, so again, it's over to you, chaps. It is the morning of. February the 5th of uh, February <laughs> 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 uh, 1925. Allow myself um, to introduce myself. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that, that, uh, that sort of semantic. Tongue ruffle. Um, it's been a long day. Um, th- oh, so, it, yes, uh, Thursday it is. Must be a Thursday. Mm-hmm. Never could get the hang of Thursdays. So, uh, up to you, gentlemen. It is uh, grey, misty, foggy. You're in London. You're sleeping at your various clubhouses. We get about nine and a half hours of daylight. But yeah, but that's you don't get that in a day. And so, what's your plan? Uh, you have met with Inspector Barrington the night before. <sighs> I, I, I think... Um... Call on Gavigan. I suppose one of us should, should uh, make an appointment. Mm-hmm. Okay. The Penhue Foundation is in Bloomsbury, uh, an old Victorian building. I think it's going to inevitably be one of you two most of the time, because otherwise my, anybody who does a background check on me doesn't look that great. Um, and they're, they're less likely to have have heard of me, whereas obviously a, a war veteran, war hero, one might say, is useful. Or, um, or basically somebody who owns, uh, you know, or somebody who has a bit of quality about him, <laughs> <laughs> or at least a bit of Hampshire. Um, <laughs> well, I don't think he keeps it about his person. I was going to swan I had a bit of Hampshire about me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I found Little Hampton. Um, um, they do have a, a telephone if you wish to call ahead, or you could send uh, a a man to go and see if they could arrange an appointment, or you could just turn up on the door. I suppose. Uh, I suppose we should use the instrument. <laughs> <laughs> Fetch the zither, Smithers. Um, okay. The instrument. You are put through um, to. A, a man who introduces himself as Mr. Kinnery, uh, secretary to Mr. Gavigan. Uh, good afternoon. Uh, uh, sorry, I have a cold. Good morning. Um, <laughs> this is uh, uh, Mr. Kinnery here, uh, secretary to Mr. Gavigan. Um, how, how do you do that old thing? Um, well, you know, just ha- happened to be in town and... Uh... Well, wondered if you, you, you chaps would, would um, some fancy, fancy a small donation, yeah? Oh, that would be uh, very generous. Uh, that, that's um, Mr... Have you introduced... You've, you've introduced oh, Chumley. 
Chumley. Oh, of the Warwickshire Chumleys. No, no, Hampshire. Hampshire Chumleys. Uh, I do apologise. <laughs> Your father has made a lot of very generous donations to the uh, to the foundation. Um, but it's uh, overrun with Chumleys. Uh, we're, we're always um, open to. Uh, 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 further, would you, would you be interested in a, a tour of the facilities? Oh, jolly good. If I could pop round, have a chat, you know, see, see, see that you're not, not spending it all on slow horses and fast women, you know, that sort of thing. Oh. Uh, I had no uh, idea you were uh, interested in uh, Egyptology, Mr. Chumley. Oh, it's a re- recent uh, enthusiasm. Who knows if it'll last? Uh, oh, I, I do hope it isn't a fad, but uh, perhaps we can um, uh, enlighten you further. Um, uh, I will. I'll speak to Mr. Gavigan. Um, I'm sure he'd be delighted to meet you. I. I. I um. I'll see if I can arrange appointment. Oh, jolly good. Jolly good. Um, and a about half an hour later, you get a message back that Mr. Edward Gavigan would be delighted to uh, meet you and, and finalise the details your wallet. <laughs> <laughs> of, of the donation and give you a tour. Um, uh, uh, later this morning. So he suggests about eleven o'clock. Right. Yeah. Um, well, that gets us in. Well, well done. Now, the big question is what we're going to ask them. Yes, I mean, we, we can we can have a tour and what not come out any the wiser. What is your quest? And, unless, unless they try to murder <laughs> us, of course, and we, which, yes, you know, all, all very well, but not, not something yes, to rely on. Yes, but what if... Now, here we what have if they don't make that fundamental error? <laughs> now, please ignore the rust stains on the floor. If you just step over the knives, we'll, we'll be using those later. Yes, they could potentially be a little more sophisticated. You know, you never know. They are they are pulp villains. Oh, <laughs> yes, right. Plus ten well, so all round for, for the GM foreshadowing. We, uh, we we do have a rough idea of what's going on. I'm sure we can face them with something, can't we? You know, well, ask I, them I, personal I questions, that um, sort of thing. The the whole carrying on Jackson Elias's book project thing. Uh, yes, they might fall for that. That's true. Uh, sorry, they might. Um, yeah, they might so fall for point, that. Really. Uh, at which point we kind of need our author there, don't we? The the late Jackson Elias. No, That's going to be inconvenient. <laughs> You're going to weekend at Bernie's Inn. <laughs> <laughs> it's no, been I'm a while, from... you know. And by the time we get him shipped over... Well, I mean, the, the state of refrigeration in this era. It's gone green. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think, uh, you know, uh, you know. I mean, Jackson was... He was a, he, he was a swell guy and he's swelling up now. Uh, <laughs> I hope you're not suggesting one of us pretends to be him. No, no, I was kind of thinking that, um, No, I was kind of thinking that you are <laughs> a um you are a, a you're our published author. I mean, Rabbit's Foot is just basically well, I mean, he kind of owns everything. I fly planes and you write books, surely. Uh I don't actually write books as such. I, I'm I'm more a photojournalist. Oh, okay. But really, there's really seen... writing like how hard can it be? Well, you've never actually uh, yeah. seen him Particularly photograph any. <laughs> oh, you see, camera. yeah, I've got a camera. If you, <laughs> you if you notice, I've never reloaded it. Um, I do snap away occasionally, but um, I've never seen. I'm not, sure I've ever seen it, I'm not sure, sure I've ever seen it out and about. But yeah, I was pretending to take photographs of things in uh, South America. Were you okay? Fair enough. Mm. Oh yeah. 
Yeah, I'll well, show you the pictures, but as I say, no film. <laughs> Can I just say, I mean, this most sincerely, this porter is rather nice. Oh. <laughs> it is, it is, uh, this, um, oh, thank you uh, very much, Master. Diet, this Diet Coke <laughs> is, uh, is sublime. I'll finish my tea. Mm. Enjoyed it, though, while it lasted. Mm. Uh, right. Oh, I don't know how to approach this. Possibly with more sleep than I've actually had would be good. Ah, sleeping's for wimps. How much trouble did we get into? We're in London. <laughs> yes. When a man is tired of London and is investigating a murderous cult, he is tired of life. <laughs> I've, I've been deliberately not uh, listening to the YSDC thing, but d- didn't one of them decide to go out for a walk in the fog and not come back? I, I did. That does ring a tight bell. I think it was this one that. Was it Paul who broke into the same building three times? Three times until he (laughs) finally had to stop breaking into the building on account of being dead. Being murdered. His theory being they would never expect him to do that. (laughs) (laughs) But I can't remember which building it was, so I don't know which one to avoid. Was it also Paul who cast the summon by a key spell just to show that it didn't work? (laughs) <laughs> well, it certainly sounds like Paul. <laughs> anyway, enough, uh, yeah, enough of these parallel it. universes. Uh, um, yes. So, so if we go along as uh, earnest, enthusiastic amateurs, yes, very good. I can do that. Um, and and then try try to try to dig it. I mean, we know that um, Jackson was talking to these people. See 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 if they can we can find out what they told him and. Maybe maybe push them a bit, and you know. I mean, let's face it, we we know perfectly well that uh, if 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 there are people claim, claiming to be um, well, doing things in the style of an ancient secret society, that that, that and it's it's never a bunch of people who've read about it in books and decided that sounds fun. Let's do things like that. Hmm. I suppose that is true. Yes. I, I've I've read Life as a God. <laughs> you have, sadly. Okay, okay. Actually, I, w- I wonder if I, if I if I drop in some key phrases from that, whether that might be. Well, I could do, but how do you make it sound casual? Ah, yes, this this reminds me of of the uh, peasant sacrifice. (laughs) (laughs) One or two sugars. Uh, Actually, with coffee, I'd rather eviscerate a virgin, Um, but but one sugar will be fine. You know, you're going to... It's like a Nietzsche said, out of chaos comes order. Blow it out your ass, Howard. It's just not going to... (laughs) (laughs) I just wonder if it'll... Tip them off, make them think we're fishing for something. Well, we are. Yes, uh, exactly, we are. But the problem is, if they think we are, it could then go one of two ways. Either they think, ah, these are people who are in the know, our kind of folks, or they think they'll be getting the roses in shortly and we should murderise them. At which point, that's excellent. Well, it does <laughs> confirm... Because, because then we can murderise them back. I thought it may have been Jackson's approach. You've turned <laughs> Look how well it quite a bit of action. Uh, I am still something of a coward, despite my thirst for vengeance. Um, I'm prepared to do thirst for vengeance at a distance and well, you know, <laughs> as safely as possible. After second wipers, and indeed third wipers, fourth wipers, and first wipers. 
Well, revenge is a dish best served cold on ice in someone else's bar, generally. Yeah, in a box. I think his gazpacho <laughs> is a dish best served cold, and that's bloody awful. It's horrible, isn't it? Ice cream. Oh. Oh. Yeah, um, yeah. It's only really physically served cold, to be fair. So, revenge, ice cream, and gazpacho. Yes, right. But we were trying to stick to the the, the whole plot thing, weren't we? So, oh, yeah. where were we up to? Well, you have an appointment at the Penhue Foundation. Go, going around and poking them a bit, I think, is, is, is our plan. Right. It might not be the headquarters of an ancient cult. In which case they'll be very confused and, and end up somewhat richer. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What, what kind of information are we actually trying to get out, apart from just, are they anything to do with an ancient murderous cult? You do well, what where you the know, sacrifice is at. Jackson um, had met them. Um, the other thing about the Penny Foundation is that they, they were where the Carlisle oh, expedition sorry, excuse me originated <laughs> from. Mm. Um, so didn't, they, Aubrey, didn't they actually have a lot to do with the Carlisle They did, and Sir Aubrey Penhew is one of the key members of the foundation who uh, started the place in the first place. And went so off with the Was he one of the ones again. that went missing? Yes. Yes. Uh, well, uh, was murdered, according to the law. Last seen well, in Kenya. Last, last seen in Kenya. Sorry about that. That's okay. So that's the other uh, connection. One is that Jackson visited them and had the business card. Um, and they are kind of the, the local experts on Egyptology. And, yeah, they're where the Carlisle Expedition visited uh, and picked up Sir Aubrey Penhew and headed off to Cairo. Yeah. Yes, okay. I just, I just can't quite get in my head how we're going to going about this without well, being murdered, we I suppose. Well, the fact that, um, you know, that, that we think this um, Penrith, uh, well, we think that the, the, the guy might be still alive, and, you know, that, that, that's got to be good news. Ah, uh, but is it? That's the trouble. You see, it's all right bringing good news to somebody if that news is good from their point of view. You see what I mean? Well, yes, consider the splendid Miss Carlyle. Quite. Uh, I don't think our record in this kind of... I hope to bring her some good news. I mean, she oh. didn't murder you. Yeah, she didn't. No, she didn't kill us, and um, you know, I mean, okay, her brother might end. You know, if we do find her brother, he might end up basically being in a sanatorium for the rest of his life. Whether he's by that name is another story, but you know, at least he'll be still. You know, she could visit him and stuff. So, you know, there's always there's always a silver lining. As far as yes, I'm indeed, uh, Mr. Brightside. Um, <laughs> <sighs> okay, we'll we'll go. We'll have a look around the place. We may be able to spot something that's got a bearing on, on what we're doing here. I just can't help avoiding the feeling that we're sort of tipping people off about our presence and what we're heading for, and we're just setting people up to kill us without quite getting back the information we need to stay alive and achieve what we're trying to do. 
Maybe that's just me. It's difficult because you don't really know exactly what you are trying to achieve at the minute. Exactly. Investigating what's happened. Well, there's a few people who've tried to bump us off, but we've kind of turned the tables on them. I mean, the only vague bigger picture idea you've got is that Jackson thought there was something big that all these cults were trying to achieve together. But you didn't get much information about that from the cult of the bloody tongue. No, that's mainly because we shot them. Yes, you did shoot them. Yes. (laughs) I was trying to get some information out of them, as I recall. We certainly got something out of them, but it was mostly red and liquidy. So, Mm -hmm. Well, they started started attacking us, so we shot Yes, yes, true. (laughs) Let's not argue over who (laughs) killed who. I'm not here to judge. (laughs) I might have rolled rather well. All right. Um, when was the appointment for? Eleven o'clock in about an hour. Oh, I suppose we better make a move. Good lord, crack of dawn. Mm. Uh, well, so how far away are we? Uh, well, you'll be in central London too. It's not very far away. Um, about twenty minutes. It so about is five minutes in the car. It's close uh, to the British. It's probably easier not to take the car, but it's up to you. If I'm driving, it's five minutes in the car. <laughs> uh, okay, it's uh, close to the British Museum, um, a high Victorian building, um, very high ceilings, only two stories tall, um, and much sort of grander to the building than the buildings surrounding it. Um, mm. It is surrounded by a large iron fence um, at the front. Um, it, there does seem to be a. a a rear entrance, but uh, well, you can tell just from the way the building is configured, there must be something at the back as well. Um, there are high ornate steps just leading a little way up to the ground floor, large, dark, double heavy wooden doors with a, a doorman at the front of it. Oh, can afford a doorman. Is he a, a veteran missing an arm or something? Yeah, he looks like a, a relatively young and quite well-muscled gentleman. Ah, where was he in the war? Same place you were. A limb. I bloody hope not. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's only got I two. I think I want this to be recognised. <laughs> um, he's he's kind of young. He might not have actually fought. Um, well, precisely, that's what I'm saying. I, he's mid-20s. Um, so he may well have fought in the war. Well, we're all mid-twenties. That's just where we are at the moment. Well, yeah, you are in the mid-twenties, but he is mid-twenties, in the mid-twenties. I'm right. 31. Oh, I should have updated my age when we, when we time-skipped. Oh, well. Um, I'm sorry to tell you what. The, we only time-skipped a week. Do you keep it? <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, after the initial adventure. <laughs> oh, right. Okay, yeah, fair enough. Oh yes, that was a uh, uh, what was it? Five years? Yeah. Oh, oh, was it that long? Five years backwards, didn't we? Yeah. I might. Uh, oh, probably after, actually after M- Bolivia. Yeah. Thousand wouldn't. <sighs> that joke went very well down very well at the alpaca sanctuary we visited. <laughs> you would think he would have heard them by now, but, but there you go. All right, you I'm off. Some... Alpaca suitcase. Uh, uh, Did you get hey. that? I did. I really? Didn't put it on Instagram. Oh, God. <laughs> and it was the best crack he'd heard for a while or something. 
<laughs> I did do a, a, joke, a joke about oxytocin, but it was a bit of a letdown. <sighs> so anyway, this this game we were playing. It juices milk like that. Um, okay. Um, the uh, are you approaching we, the front we, we door? We kind of assumed that from context. Mate. I think so. I, I think uh, I think our credit rating up front. <laughs> Morning, my man, Chumley. Ah, yes, uh, Mr. Chumley, you're expected. Uh, please do step this way. He opens the door and ushers you step in. There is a... uh, well, your trousers aren't as tight as his. But um, there is uh, an ornate, uh, beautifully uh, appointed waiting room with a very comfortable uh, sofa and uh, a man at uh, a desk uh Ah, uh, Mr. Chumley, uh, uh, Mr. Kinnery, I'm very pleased to meet you, and these are your colleagues. Indeed, indeed. Well, no, nothing so workaday humdrum quotidian as colleague, but, you know. He does not crack his Hi, Eddie Parsons. Uh, good to meet you. He nods perfunctorily and goes and sits back down. Uh, Mr. Gavigan will be uh, with you shortly. Um, thank you for your generous offer. Mr. And he sits down and starts uh, writing letters, sort of shuffling papers, um, not really saying a lot. Okay. I'll give it a minute or two, just sort of casually gazing around and then with the occasional, (sighs) just the impression of a man who's clearly a bit bored and get up and start having a, just a a wander, hands behind the back, just just looking. Oh, I'm an American. I'm walking around with my hands in my pocket, my hat's still on, and uh, uh, I'm kind of look. Mr. Kinnery kind of looks uh, uh, up at you both. Um, uh, Mr. Gavigan will be with you in a moment. Oh, yes. Just, sorry, just didn't want to miss the opportunity to take in this, this fabulous building. I'm something of a student of architecture. It's um, very uh, it's, it's very good, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realise you were so knowledgeable. Um he, uh, if you went not... to an architect in 1885 and said, build me the most generic building you can, that's just what you'd get. It's a perfect example. Put another floor just like it on top. This is perfect. <laughs> he uh, nods briefly, um, watches you both slightly suspiciously. Uh, and then, no, I'm not uh, gonna, doing anything suspicious, but he clearly doesn't like the fact that you're not sitting waiting. Um, but he doesn't say anything. He's very polite. Um, uh, lounging he... around, look, looking as if the most important thing on my mind is whether to have a second kipper for lunch. <laughs> but, I, that I is mean, the most important thing. You already know. <laughs> yeah, um, I, though, so there is a, a long corridor behind the desk. Uh, mm-hmm. There are um, uh, uh, to the to your left. There's a set of stairs leading up. Um, and the corridor ends in a door. It seems to be right at the back of the building. It's lined by doors on either side and another set of stairs leading up. Okay. Um, and after a while, um, a door on the right-hand side of the corridor opens and a tall, thin, balding um, uh, gentleman um, steps out into the corridor and, and walks confidently towards you, smiling. Ah! Uh, Mr. Chumley, 
and and some colleagues I see. Uh, delighted to meet you. I am Edward Gavigan. Uh, it's it's very good to meet you, uh, particularly after uh, meeting your father so many times. Um, uh, please, would you step this? Splendid. Didn't, didn't know the old man took an interest in this sort of thing. Oh yes, yes, he's one of our most um, enthusiastic patrons. Um, he shakes your hand warmly. Um, enthusiastic. And, oh. uh, and and you are. Uh, it's uh, Campion. Campion. Of Campion. The, yes, of, of uh, well, not those Campions. You know, some different Campions. I'm quite sure. Um, he shakes your hand uh, warmly. Uh, I I see. He looks at you for a moment and it just uh, frowns for a second. I'm uh, on a photojournalism assignment for uh, National Geographic. I see a journalist. Um, uh, well, I, a photographer more, you know. I I see. Uh, you're not carrying a camera at the moment, are you? Uh, I will probably have a camera in my satchel. Yes. Uh, I I would appreciate if uh, uh, if if we didn't take any photographs. Uh, oh no, of course no. Don't worry. There's no film in it. I, I see. Okay. Um, and, and, um, right. Uh, and well, I'm not um, working right this moment, obviously. I, I see. It's purely uh, social. Um, and uh, a Mr. Uh... Oh, well, that's squadron leader. Um, hi, I'm I'm Eddie oh. Parsons. Hi, American. The uh, yeah. Eddie Parsons. Oh well, it's uh, it's uh, it's very nice to meet you. You, you all share an interest in Egyptology. I'm afraid oh, we uh, we are. Very much uh, concentrating on the pre-Ptolemaic era, so I do hope you're not too disappointed. Oh, yes, well No, no. I'm ah, totally enthusiastic, well, you know how it is. <laughs> yes, yeah, it's the, the finest combination, I always think. <laughs> uh, well, uh, <laughs> every step... professional loves to encounter. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, do step this way. He uh, leads you through um, a, a sort of ornate, large cloakroom, which would be larger than many of the places Campion has stayed in his life, um, and through into a large office. Um, the office is, uh, again, very extravagant. It's magnificently wood-panelled uh, with a large desk. Um, spot hidden rolls, gentlemen. Okay. 88. I don't think that's going to work. <laughs> uh... Yes, by, by half. 63, no. By half? Uh, no, uh, 75. Okay, there are three wooden cabinets uh, against the the back wall. There's uh, large paintings, all Egyptian-themed. There's anks uh, on the wall. The, it's not messy, but it is... Um, it's not busy, should we say. It's all very tastefully done, but uh, it's a very Egyptian-themed room. Very crowded? Or, uh, uh, it's a just... Lot of stuff? It's a very big room, but there, okay. there, it's um, it's it's not so much crowded as just tastefully appointed. But everything it has right. an Egyptian feel to it. The desk is not uh, particularly messy. It's obviously got an inlaid green um, baize uh, uh, desk topper, mm-hmm. which is the thing. Is it not a snooker table? Uh, oh yeah, it's <laughs> Andrea Q. Um, you did say it was a very large desk covered in green beige, and I'm thinking, <laughs> hang on, um, <laughs> billiards, anyone? And uh, Chumney, uh, Rabbit's Foot, you notice uh, at the the back on the back wall on the left there is uh, a wall safe, it's slightly disguised as wood panel, um, but not very well disguised because you spotted it. You also notice it's slightly open. 
it's not been closed and locked. Oh, um, uh, I I, I say, old chap, um, I I think the garage doors are open. He immediately checks his flies. um, (laughs) 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 Um, He turns and looks at the safe. Oh, good Lord. Uh, Yes, sorry. Uh, I, I... Oh, sorry about that. Um, uh, thank you very much. Mr. Well, I, I, I rather hope they're going to take better care of, uh, of your contribution. Uh, uh, sorry, I don't, I don't, well, we're all gentlemen here. Um, he goes and closes the safe and, and snurks it, snurks it <laughs> which is obviously uh, a, a, a verb that happens. Um, it's, a, it's an ancient Egyptian uh, uh, base to that word. Um, okay, he snurks it closed uh, and sits down in the large seat behind the desk. Uh, please, gentlemen, do take a seat. That's what you say, we're all gentlemen here. I should remind you that my colleague is an American. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he kind of, he's a bit of a wag here. So, uh, what what do you know of the foundation? Um, I'm very pleased to see you here, Mr. Uh, Mr. Abbott. All of you, of course, um, but obviously... uh, it's 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 nice after your father's uh, been so generous. Did he tell you of the foundation, Mister? Uh, well, uh, m- mentioned in passing, you know. Actually, the the name came up with a different chap, um, old old friend of ours uh, by the name of Elias. Oh, Jackie, Jack, Jackson, Jackie Jackson baby, Elias, yeah, Jackie Poo, yeah, a bit a bit of an author and so on. Um, our paths crossed a few times, of course. Yeah, ran, ran uh, into him in New York recently, and um, yeah, he said, your, your, your name came up. Naturally, well, since, since we found ourselves over here. Mr. Elias, the, the, the author, yes, he did. Uh, he met me here at the Foundation some weeks ago. I think he may have mentioned it. He certainly um, opened up at the end. <laughs> um, sorry. Uh, uh, yes. Uh, did you, well, I mean, we didn't discuss very much. I wasn't entirely sure what he wanted. He, he did. Uh, he, he did ask a few questions that about. Sounds um, kind of like Jackson. <laughs> well, yes, always, always very closed mouthed, you know, while, while he was working on something. Yes, mm. yes. Um, but, well, yes, but I, I, I did meet him. I, I asked a few perfunctory questions. Didn't seem very interested in Egyptology. Um, well, I think he was more of a sort of um, a man involved in connections of things. And uh, the way he used to do his, his books, it was very much starting at one level okay. and sort of seeing how, how different areas connect up. And then he'd start to go deeper into it. So he was probably looking for uh, how the uh, the sort of the Egyptology side of things was going to connect into whatever it was he was researching at the time. Well, I did... Uh... Before his meeting, I did uh, uh, look at some of the books he'd written. Oh, god-awful. Aren't they absolute trash? <laughs> uh, well, I wouldn't like to say he is your friend, but it's not really the was. sort of books we are. Was. Oh, you, you've had a falling out. Came, came a uh, well, he on. has, yes. Uh, okay, well, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry to hear that. But, uh, uh, I, sorry, it might, uh, uh, guys, it might not have hit the papers here. I mean, it, it was a big deal over in the States, but maybe not. That's what we should have done. We should have put papers down in his um, hotel room. That would yeah. make cleanup a lot easier. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, and, and, yeah, I mean, there's no point. Yeah, unfortunately, Jackson, Jackson passed away. Good uh, Lord. Mm, it was yeah. really very sudden. And if yeah. he didn't see me, I mean, he was rather animated and perhaps somewhat distracted. No, no, he didn't no, see him no. well. 
Uh, no, he well, he um, kind of unfortunately somebody um, trying to eviscerate him uh, kind of didn't do much. If, well, you, you, say, you say trying. Um, well, <laughs> actually, no, yeah, yeah, valid, valid point. I mean, yeah, somebody actually, uh, yeah, removing his guts. Yeah, There's no it? point crying over spilled organs, but um, to uh, to cut a long story short, as indeed they did with with Jackson's life. Um, uh, yes, he was uh, in the course of his investigations murdered. And these, these colonials, I, you know. I think I, this is possibly why the name of the Penny Foundation uh, stuck in our mind. We were chatting about it, and then obviously um, Rabbitsford here thought, uh, well, they must have been doing some good work, so uh, that's the sort of thing we should be supporting. Since, that's frankly, fine, none, of us, none of us know what to do with our cash these days, do we? What <laughs> um, yeah. uh, uh, would be gratefully received here, of course, I, I Sorry, very sorry. Well, I, I, I understand that uh, your, your your founder has um, well, come to an unfortunate end. Sir, Sir Aubrey, uh, yes, a tragic story, of no, course, no. the Carlisle expedition. Come to think of it, that's what Mr Elias was asking us about, uh, asking me about it. In, in, yes, in the yes, we saw some of his notes, so I thought that <coughs> might be it. He wasn't writing one of those <coughs> uh, 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 books... About the Carlisle expedition, was it? Not no, I specifically, think... I don't think. No, but I as think... I say, he was very much a man who liked to connect things together. Yeah. And it's possible that whatever he was researching, he came across some reference. You, you were close to Mister Elias, not at the time of death. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. um, uh, I, I mean, I, he, did, he didn't really elucidate on, on quite what he was getting at, but, but he asked really what. What we knew about the Carlisle expedition, um, and oh. obviously a, a reasonable amount, given that uh, they set off from here. That Sir Aubrey was obviously a, a leading member of it. It was tragic what happened in in uh, Kenya. Oh, did I mean I think he can be absolutely safe in in the knowledge that he's not going to write about it now. Uh, yes. This has been pretty much cons- confirmed by the autopsy. <laughs> I, uh, did you wish to hear about the Carlisle expedition, or was there something else? I mean, uh, I really couldn't tell you. About. Mr. Elias, well, uh, after I, we did, Jackson was interested in it, so perhaps so. Yes, yes. What can you tell us? Well, a lot of it is public record, of course. Um, uh, the Mr. Carlisle, as I understand it, obtained some information from a, a African woman. Oh, uh, psychology roles, by the way. Psychology. Yeah. Right, uh, 42 is probably going to be too high. Let me have a look here. Missed it. 31. Actually, I've got more psychology than I thought. <laughs> one. You've rolled a one. I have rolled a one. Do Edwin's <laughs> eyes narrow suddenly? <laughs> um, well, no one else spots this, but as you have critically impaled your psychology... Yeah, my psychology of five... <laughs> There, he is very hard to read, uh, Gavigan. He is. He's I have charming, psychology. I don't and he's he's, he's warm, but with Elias, one, it's quite clear he didn't like him very much, and he's not particularly trying to hide that. But also, there is. He's changed the subject onto the Carlisle expedition because he, there is something about Elias that is not. Saying and it's really not clear. And you can tell you, that he would be a, a tough nut to crack, or indeed uh, a tef nut to crack. Little little Egyptian joke there. Um, uh, so you're unlikely to be able to get more out of him, you suspect. But he, uh, 
knows more about Elias than he is letting on. And also, you you feel more that he was trying to get out of you what you knew about Elias uh, in a very charming and polite way and, and seemed more interested in that than just casual conversation. You must be sitting there absolutely stunned that you've received all this just from a few <laughs> words. <laughs> I don't I don't normally read people like that. <laughs> of course it might be the uh, the snuff you took this morning talking. But... No, it's reading those bloody it's reading that bloody French book. That's what it is. It's, it's <laughs> snuff is a very instant mind. thing. You you take a, a hit of snuff, your eyes go absolutely bright red and bloodshot, which terrifies people, and then you go back to normal. That's what they say. Once you've had snuff You've had the good stuff. That's what they say. Is that what they say? That's what they say. That's what they said in the twenties in London. But when snuff was so fashionable, who's <laughs> <laughs> gay with this? Anyway, um... <laughs> no, no, no. Please let let us return to the um, the nineteen twenties adventures of of Bo Brummel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so bit this... of snuff, snuff mixed with a little bit of cocaine, you know, goes down goes down so well. <laughs> and this um, crosses your. Um, sorry, I won't say that. Um, this crosses <laughs> uh, your mind, um, Edwin, as uh, uh, Gavigan continues to speak about the Carlisle expedition. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not uh, so... bothered because the Carlisle expedition was was the big thing we wanted to talk to them about. Well, this African woman uh, of uh, Mr. Carlyle's uh, acquaintance uh, said she had certain information about a, a time in Egyptian history in which Mr. Penhew had a great deal of interest, uh, around about the Third Dynasty, when a sorcerer was reputed to have um, uh, have ruled the Nile Valley. Um, <laughs> a sorcerer, eh? What, black magic, that sort of mumbo-jumbo? Well, it was, the historical uh, interest was, was where Sir Aubrey's, uh, Aubrey's interest was peaked. So he agreed to go along with the expedition. The African woman, um, I don't know that I ever learned her name, but she oh. seemed to, to genuinely know something about this time. She certainly charmed Mr. Carlyle, although I only met him once. Um, well, uh, unfortunately, it's turned out to be something of a hoax while they were in Egypt this woman disappeared oh. along with a, a large proportion of the the uh, uh the free money that the expedition was taking with them uh, a lot of the funds um, oh as i recall some 3 or 4000 pounds uh oh, a, nothing a significant serious, sum uh well yes i mean they didn't think much of it at the time but it was the portrayal that hurt mr carlisle uh furthermore he was he was rather deeply affected i gather by the defection mm. of his african uh if i may be frank his african lover um yes, good god yes uh yes well I'm that's very frank. frank um well i am uh, I, i'm nothing if uh, frank by name well it's not my name i'm just frank by nature well uh, it's to be hoped that he learned a name anyway uh, anyway um it it seems after that, um, that that they decided to take something of a holiday in in Kenya, as as they were as in that does. region. Well, I believe it was uh, suggested by Miss Miss Masters, um, the photographer lady. Uh, you may have heard oh, of her. Masters, uh, Masters, Masters. might might have heard the name. Yeah, yes. Well, she suggested they they Kenya, obviously much higher, it's much cooler. They 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 felt a holiday would be 
as I understand it. Um, but uh, obviously that uh, uh, that uh, that didn't go so well as they they entered rather dubious territory, and uh, I'm afraid lost their lives. Um, are, uh, are you certain of that? I understood that there'd been some sightings of members of the expedition and uh, queries about the uh, the evidence that was found. I've never read any such reports in the press. Psychology oh, I'm, I'm, probably, I'm probably thinking of a, of a different expedition that was brutally murdered in Kenya. 72, <laughs> dear God. I was doing so well rolling in Dragon Warriors. What's going on? <laughs> You've used all your good rolls up. I have, apparently, yeah. I rolled an 18 for strength, and that was it. That's me for the week. I can only game once a week. Oh. <laughs> Anyone else pass psychology? No. Edwin? Oh, do I need to make another one? Yes, so, you do need to make it, yes. We're relying uh, on you. No, I rolled a fantastic 11, but unfortunately my skill is still mm. only 5. I mean, you had such an insight into this man a minute ago, but now you're not going to fucking clear what he's doing. Now he is a closed book. Yeah. Uh, a, a leathery tome. Villains. He might not be a villain. So judgmental. <laughs> he might not be a villain. Uh, and I'm afraid, uh, in that incident, most of the records were lost. Uh, wherever, whether, wherever Sir Aubrey is now, the, the records are likely to be with him, but I, 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 I don't know if they ever at least pieced the bodies together. Sorry, it's a distasteful. No, yes, I understand. Oh, well. I suppose I, I may have misunderstood. But uh, I could have sworn that there had been talk that oh, at we, least some of the members of the expedition were, were still around. These colonial administrators, you know. No, well, yes. I mean, I can show you. They did uh, send back some articats. Articats. I'd be very <laughs> interested in those. Yes, yes. They're, well, they're less interesting than they sound. They're just articats. Um, from the uh, expedition. Uh, if you wish me to, to talk you through, obviously I'm happy to give you a tour of the foundation. Um, if you have anything else you wish to ask, but I just wonder what what sort of uh, donation were you thinking about, uh, Mister? Uh, nothing terribly serious, be thou. Yeah, volunteering at weekends, perhaps. I don't know. Uh, that would be very kind. I will. I'd let Mister um, uh, uh, Kinnery um, uh, uh, deal with the uh, the. Uh, uh, the matters of money afterwards, but in, in the meantime, is there anything else you wish to ask me, or I could certainly show you through the articats that the um, uh, the um, the expedition sent back. Protection um, that'd, that'd be exciting. Yes. Well, they're all sort of uh, the pharaoh's death masks, I suppose, and uh, and mummies and that sort of thing. Eh? Ancient weapons. Uh, well, then it was more um, funerary artifacts, um, uh, obviously ritualistic items, uh, and he starts to talk at some length about the artichokes that were sent back um, mm. in a rather tedious manner. And at this point, you deliberately get, uh, tedious. It's certainly tedious. I have one percent right. archaeology, but I suspect I suspect my spot person being deliberately boring is somewhat higher. <laughs> I mean, your spot person being boring is very high. Whether they're deliberate or not, it's 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 hard to tell. Remarkably, um, I'm not bad at archaeology these days. Although I don't, I don't think Egyptology is my speciality. So he takes you up the corridor. <laughs> Does he indeed? 
um, and uh, leads you up the stairs to the the second floor, um, which is it's basically uh, a, a very large. Um, uh, display room there are indeed a few mummies not many most of it is much more in-depth uh you know less showy more uh ar- I... archaeological sorry can i just check didn't you say this was a two-story building yes but he's taking us to the second floor uh, he's taking you to the first floor Sorry, ah, this is this an American written adventure. I do apologise, gentlemen. Um, he takes you to the correct floor, the top floor of the building, which thank is, you. as you're correct. Well, the servants' quarter. <laughs> the attic. <laughs> Why are he we take, going to the attic? <laughs> he takes you to the first floor, um, which, as I say, is, is a large display room. There are glass cases at, at the back of the room. There are uh, a lot of sort of stacks of those thin, long, wide drawers that you get in museums, um, uh, all locked. Um, but he starts to take you around those um, and discuss some of the artifacts in general and their historical significance, particularly as regards the uh, the Third Dynasty and the the Second Intermediate Period, which was obviously um, strange. You, you know, um, there's a, there's a thing that always struck me as it was a little bit strange. Nobody ever said what they were looking for in Egypt. I mean, is is it the policy or of the foundation just to say, oh, I fancy going and digging some holes in Egypt. I wonder what I'll find. And presumably, you well, they must. I presume they went to a pyramid, didn't they? That. I mean, these these things are always under pyramids, as I understand it. Um. Well, they, they did. Uh, they began a cystic, systematic study. A cystic of, uh, what? A cystic, um, a cystic fibrosis. Um, <laughs> uh, they began a systematic study of uh, Dashur, of course, as you'll all be familiar with. They, they did um, look in some secondary sites to the west of the Giza pyramids. Um, some of those artifacts were loaned to the British Museum, but a few of the lesser pieces. Um, indeed, if you notice this um, rather intricate... You did say Dashur, did you? I did say to sure, yes. Yeah, what was I reading about that recently? Bent pyramid. Very strange. See, I told you, that was it. Pyramids. Always a pyramid. I mean, that's how you know where there's all the treasure buried. Bit of a giveaway, I suppose, isn't it? Uh, the, the, um, let's have how do you bend a pyramid? Again, Rabbit's please. foot. Sorry, say again. How do you bend a pyramid? I mean, they're a pretty sturdy sort of thing. I can't quite see how you'd... Uh... Oh, a lot of uh, G-Clamp ought to do it. Sorry, uh, what was the gem uh, asking me for? Psychology. That's more like it. Um, nothing special, but it's a pass. Mm, don't really pick up anything with a, with a non-special pass, I'm afraid. Oh, well. Oh, we yeah, need an accessible uh, areas pass, do we? I rolled yeah. 57, so there we are. Okay. Oh, sorry, we were all doing it. I thought it was just... Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, it's just while you're... Uh, 11! Like, yes, that's well under my psychology. How under your psychology? Uh, 20 under my psychology. So less than half? Yeah. Okay. Um, He's interested when the bent pyramid is mentioned in a... In a how do they know about that sort of a way. uh, Well, the bent pyramid is is the thing that people know about, but... It is, it is. Maybe Um, it's not a thing a lot of people talk about. He... Guess you think he clearly assumed, as you've ably demonstrated, that you know um, the square root of fuck all about Egyptology, um, and so he's, he's slightly surprised that you know about the bent pyramid, but he, yeah. you know, he doesn't. Isn't that go. where? Um, oh, what was it in Jackson's writings? Um, something about the, the black dark pharaoh, something like that. 
Oh, maybe that was that um, uh, the Black Magician. The Black yes, um, he did, he did dark, mention dark something barrel? of that, some uh, nonsense about uh, yeah. there, there was a cult long ago, and shortly after. He visited me. The uh, police inspector visited me with similar questions. Um, I, I can really? only tell you what I told them that there, there was a there, there was allegedly a cult. I, I personally, I think Sir Aubrey felt there never was an original cult. It was some kind of um, a cult made up, themed around it much later on, much like ah, the yeah. intended to do. Much like Jackson's had a bee in his bonnet about cults. I mean, I suppose this pharaoh—he must have lived what hundreds of years ago. <laughs> quite, quite. I—I I mean, we are talking pre-pre-Ptolemaic and and pre uh, pre even second or uh, well pre first intermediate period, obviously. Right. I mean, third dynasty. Is that is a contemporary with Alfred and the Cakes or. Um... Yes. Uh, anyway, um, there's some interesting further artifacts over here. Um, uh, look at the uh, intricate um, uh, funneling on this panel meeting. Uh, in, in Eskimo. And, Cromton, and he, that was it. Cromton. <laughs> I, I'm sorry? No, Dent Pyramid. No, never, never mind. No, no matter. No matter. Okay. He, uh, you can have psychology rolls again at this point <laughs> as he continues to show you around the, the artifacts. Um, 85 yeah. this time. Another really good roll, but 21. Passed by a quarter. Passed by a quarter. He definitely recognised the name Crompton. Um, but doesn't, doesn't react in any way. Mm. Um, and here you will notice this fascinating artifact that was sent, um, direct from the, uh, the Dash or Dig site. And he continues for some time. What, what exactly he... did they want to achieve? I mean, did they get to any of their goals? Well, uh, as I say, they, they, were, they were investigating murdered. the knowledge, uh, of this, uh, this, um, uh, Negro woman that, uh, Mr. Carlyle had, um, uh, taken a, a shine to. Um, but it never really came to anything. They did find some minor artifacts, but it was a period of time that, uh, Sir Aubrey, obviously the third dynasty is one of the, the darker periods in Egyptian history. Um, in that there is very little knowledge, uh, of that time. Um, hmm. so he was happy to fill in some of the gaps. You're, of course, welcome to cruise our library for as long as you like. Um, he, he, well, very kind. There's some very dusty old tomes, um, in there. And, uh, if you, well, please excuse me. Um, I have some work to do. Uh, oh, yes, yes, of course. Of course. Uh, yeah, I, if well, you could see Mr. Kinnery on the way out, that would be much appreciated. Delighted to meet you all. Shakes all your hands warmly. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, all of them? Thanks. Okay. <laughs> thanks for your time, Dark. Uh, I, uh, not a doctor, but, but thank you very much. Uh, it's, it's, it's a pleasure to meet you all. Anytime you're, uh, you wish to approve the artifacts, just uh, speak to Mr. Kinnery. Um, and, and, and now, if, you, if you'll excuse me. Jolly good. Yes, jolly sure. good. Thanks, thanks very much for the tour. You're very professional. Quiet. Um, he heads downstairs, um, muttering something about murdering the lot of you. I say, damn, look at this. It's, damn, uh, damn. <laughs> they've got one of those, uh, one of those damn silly vases that doesn't stand up because it's not flat. Uh, <laughs> he walks down the stairs um, and leaves you to your own uh, juices. 
Um, there, there are some examination rooms uh, where you can request artifacts to look further, and there is a there are file rooms where you can look through. Uh, there are reams and reams of information from the twenty or so expeditions that the Penhue Foundation has sponsored. There is a a, a, a footman, a footman. What do you call it? A man. There is a man in the corner. Curator. Um, of curator, thank you. Uh, in the corner, it was happy to help with any of your uh, your queries. Um, yes, you young master, I remember this one. <laughs> Made it myself, I did. <laughs> right, so I'll just be sort of uh, generally mumbling and pointing at a few things. Oh, this looks interesting. So what do we think so far, chaps? What have we got uh, out of that? Yeah, well, we recognise Compton's you... name. Yeah. Mm. He didn't want to talk about Jackson, did he? He seemed to be happy to sort of skirt around the subject of Jackson. Yeah. You know, almost pretending that he was talking about it, but didn't really say much. Yeah. I mean, do do you believe for a second that Jackson turned up and asked a couple of questions, but nothing much, and they Price, were happy with no. that? No, Price, quite. No, you wouldn't. Actually, you, you couldn't shut them. <laughs> but well, they managed now. You know. He's um, he's in a better place in many ways. Yeah, he's, he's that hotel was a dump. Well, all I can say is loquacious even beyond the grave. Right, hmm. how do we narrow this down? Because at the moment. It's just looking like we, we have to head off into murderous territory uh, somewhere in Kenya, which doesn't strike me as really what we want to do. There well, must... we, could, we could go to, we could go to uh, China. Uh, yeah, we're not planning a holiday as such, Ed. Um, <laughs> well, no, there was, I mean, there are lots of places we could go was, to, the uh, Algarve, for no, example. No, or, no. Um, uh, well, there's a couple of different places. Cap Ferro, I believe, is very nice at you this know, time I mean, of year. I mean... Right, if you if you don't want to go to Kenya, um, you got um, you've got um, uh, Shanghai. You've got um, oh, what following up that sighting of that ruffian? I can't remember his name. Uh, Jack something wasn't it? Or was it the boat? He had some nickname. A boat. Yeah, there was a boat there, and there, there, there was there was a few things actually. <sighs> we can't just go to Shanghai and say we're looking for a man called Jack. Oh, and have you seen a boat? I think I think the answer to both questions is very likely to be which one. <laughs> How many can there be in Shanghai? in Shanghai of all places? And and it begins with D A something possibly R. There you go. That's narrowed it down. Dark. I'm not made of money. The, the next you, bit of uh, discussion I want to have, I think we should have outside this place. Right. Well, this has all been delightful, but a little thirst-making. Um, what say we uh, repair to the snug? Museum Tavern? Yeah. Mm, why not? Sure. That's very generous of you. Drop off, a che- drop off a check with... Um, What's his name? Uh, uh, Kinnery, Thomas Kinnery. Um, he uh, as it bounces off the desk. <laughs> <laughs> it's not one of your checks, Captain. Um, he uh, might have got somebody else's name on. <laughs> <laughs> um, he uh, thanks you for the money. Um, you notice on the way down the stairs there is indeed a a 
a rear entrance to this place and a large yard um, out the back, large enough to fit in uh, probably lorries. They probably get deliveries from there from time to time. Uh, the whole place is surrounded by the iron fence. Uh, and on your way down, you pass a number of officers, visiting professors, uh uh, uh, are in rooms on either side of Gavigan's. Um, there is another library downstairs. And then your lad's out of the front door. Hmm. Jolly good, jolly good. Good afternoon, gentlemen. It is indeed 12.03, so he was correct. Um, right, just over there, Museum Tavern. And you pop into the Museum Tavern to blow the froth off one. When you say that? one, do you mean... No, I don't, I don't think Betty's one, working One likes anymore. to blow the froth off. Or, <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Oh, one does rather uh, get covered in froth. Um, okay. Right then. So what direction is this conversation is going? So much. Yes. I see what you mean. But how do we find out what he's hiding? Well... When I when I see a fella who has a hidden safe that he leaves open, I think that's a fella who has another safe. Yes, that's an interesting thought. I mean, it doesn't always work like that. But um... he seemed kind of um, yeah, he kind of seemed the sort of guy who basically um, invents a plot just to. Just because he could, yeah, he, yeah, that's the sort of guy. Uh, yeah, the, the safe thing I can kind of see. He didn't seem too perturbed about it, actually, did he? I mean, it was. Um... Now, if I were playing one of my other characters, I, I, I'd try to interest him in, in this um, story story about some antiquities being held for ransom. If you're playing one of your other characters, we'd only have to blow the bloody doors off. <laughs> <laughs> But, but I, I do find myself wondering uh, how many people are on the premises at night. None, I would expect. Well, sure, as you ask. Oh, sorry. She <laughs> <laughs> followed us in. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, what are the adjacent uh, offices and so on? I mean, it's not a freestanding building, is it? That's... It is a freestanding building. So it, it is. It's surrounded oh. by this fence all the way around. Um, it's about right. nine foot tall. I was, I was thinking fence. that was at the front. Okay, uh, it goes all the way around the. But you saw it out of the back as well, right? right. Um, and there is a narrow, very narrow alley between that and the next building along. Something of a gimmel. A, uh, a, 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 a no log jam. I was going to say that's not right. No, it's not. Although senna or um, dates or something, a few figs will help. Okay, <laughs> but you're a, you're a Salford lad. You should say yeah. Ginnels. I'm trying to remember what we. Do. I don't think we call them ginnels, though. I have heard the term. Did you have a different word in Salford? Uh, <laughs> I can't remember. Maybe it was ginnel. I'm pretty sure it wasn't logjam. <laughs> I can't see how logjam would ever have come to mean. Well, really, the exact opposite of what it means—a way to get between <laughs> buildings. What was it? What did we used to call an alley? Oh, Shabba. Anyway, I'm pretty certain you didn't say Shabba <laughs> under, under any circumstance. I can't, can't remember. We'll right. go with Ginnel. There's a Ginnel. We'll go with Ginnel or an alley. 
All right. Um, well, that that's probably better because it's less likely anybody would hear any noise. Well, okay, guys. Um, perhaps I'm missing something, but why do we want to go back there? Because he's, look, he's hiding Jackson, something. Jackson, yeah, well, yeah was... he's hiding something, and it, it might be something to do with Jackson. But the way I'm not I sure see what it, extra we can get from him. Jackson went there and had a word with them about something that was almost certainly the reason he ended up dead, right? So this is obviously something very valuable. So you think we you, do have a sort of a, I suppose, a moral. Guys, well, I mean, well, I mean, I suppose we could have mentioned the cult of the bloody tongue and see if they. Well, know. we don't overdo it, but the thing is that I mean, we reckon they're the ones who finished Jackson off. We do, we could say, have a moral duty to pursue these things and try to find out how far we can take it and and what sort of justice we can find. But more importantly, I can't help thinking that on the uh, select market, a number of those items that I spotted <laughs> in there. I've got to be worth a few, Bob. <laughs> and not easily identifiable at all. I mean, you'd only have to, you know, fill a small hold all. Why camping, you'd have to know a very experienced fence to... Uh... Oh. Um, you definitely piqued his interest on a, on a number of points. You also can't help but feel he sort of learned more from you than you learned from him. Hmm. But in a way, I think we're hoping that we were we were throwing the, the throwing the bones out there. Yeah, I mean, definitely. The only thing I would say nibbled the bones. Yeah, <laughs> didn't quite crack open and go for the marrow, but certainly got a good nibble. <laughs> the only thing I would say is he wasn't just some rube who was completely naive. He he, I'm pretty sure he knows we are onto him, and it's a question in his mind of how much we know. So. Would he then expect us to break in at night, having seen the safe was open? Or maybe he'll send assassins after us. And they won't find us because we'll be busy breaking in here. <laughs> <laughs> you got into the assassins on the way right. out as you're breaking in. Oh, yeah. it's awkward. I'm, <laughs> <sorry>. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I was bloody I'll kill you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. Yeah, I'm just thinking if we if we break in and obviously run into a bit of difficulty, we can't exactly go run into the police. Uh, I, I mean, you do have the, uh, the the rather useful backup that you have a man with 99 credit rating in the country where credit rating is more important than literally anything else in the world. <laughs> yes, I suppose there's that. So you want to go for it tonight? No time like the present. Well, after sunset, obviously. Yeah, I mean, obviously now is, is not a good time, <laughs> since people are still in the building. Unless okay. they just said, oh, we've got no more appointments, so let's all pack up early. So are you drinking through the afternoon? Good God, no. Oh. <laughs> what sort of lunatic are you? <laughs> I just if you just sit in the pub for five hours until it closes. What well, do you think we are, player characters? It's going to <laughs> we'll just turn into... But he missed a bean in a museum, oh, not things over and catching them. The murder hobos, come on. <laughs> no, this no, we'll like go to my club and spend the We're afternoon the drinking absinthe. <laughs> I think, you know, strong coffee and um, possibly steak and eggs or something, I don't know. Okay, well, is there anything else you want to do in the afternoon, or are you preparing for a, a break-in to the Penny you found? I knew we should have called it Penetrating Penny, you see. Well, there's still time. 
it's but ultimately it's not up to you it's up to a mysterious person who puts this together uh-huh. and he never goes for what you expect nobody expects penetrate well, pen you certainly didn't <laughs> <laughs> right i'm going to um load my revolver right um yes just get your brief down what sort of yeah, sorry. Yep. Well, I'm going to do a quick tour of um, just sort of uh, Ironmongers and so on, and get easy to find um, tools that I can use for breaking and entering that don't necessarily look like one is breaking and entering. You know, crowbar, sort of a heavy, heavy bladed chisel. Um, you know, I'll go. I'll go to a few different Bolt different Ironmongers. No, not bolt cutters. That's very okay. difficult to. Um, but I'm probably be going for um, chisel, mallet, heavy duty, um, heavy duty screwdriver. Sc- definitely screwdriver. Um, right. Flathead, of course. I, I mean, we're not going to bother with Phillips at this point <laughs> in history. <laughs> it probably won't be that useful to you. No. Um, when did Phillips do their screw crosshead? <laughs> I don't know, but when did it become a thing uh, in in England? Not 1925, I would say. No, I think it might have been in the 70s. It was very. Oh, I don't think it was quite that late, was it? This is obviously the the most important bit to discuss. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Posi Drive was definitely. You keep out of this, GM. (laughs) It was invented in the early 1930s uh, by a Mr. Phillips. Actually, invented by John P. Thompson, who sold his design to the Phillips, who made a lot of money. So it, it it wasn't known as a Thompson? No. Well, that was already taken in the I, 20s. Wasn't it, right? As with the Rolls-Royce, it was uh, the, the, the the one who made all the money who, who put his name on it, rather than the person who actually invented it. Yeah, well, that often happens. You know, you just yeah. uh, have like all Mr. sorts of items in history. It's the nuts. <laughs> yeah, I mean, people don't really remember the inventor of cornflakes, they just remember Mr. Cornflake, who bought the invention and marketed it. <laughs> Mr. Kellogg was proper crazy, who? though, wasn't he? They all were the Kelloggs. Yeah, yeah. But particularly... Particularly, particularly that one. Yes. Um, and I think we all know the one you mean. Um, <clears throat> well, we know, we, know uh, what, we know what Cornflakes are intended to prevent. Um, never did me any harm. <laughs> so... It's very dark in here, isn't it? Um, so, um, okay, uh, you are picking up some uh, tools for the job. Uh, a jemmy, a jimmy. Uh, I will also need a copy of today's newspaper okay. and a tin of treacle. Are you blacking up? No. No. Who blacks up with treacle? <laughs> Some, somebody who's never met flies before. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> Can, I, Can I just say, though, John, do you remember Around the World in 80 Days, the cartoon? Yes. And do you remember right at the beginning, you turn around and say, and today I need, I'm going to need tennis, you know, we go to the Arctic, ah, therefore I will need tennis rackets. I don't know. I wasn't a particular fan. I was more a Ulysses 31 sort of guy. Yeah, but basically, and then, and then of course, you know, later on he uses the tennis rackets as snowshoes. Uh, yeah, right, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. why didn't he but, say today I shall need snowshoes? <laughs> <laughs> ah, because, you know... Oh, you know spoil yeah. it. By the way, yes. A um, large tin of treacle, 
um, uh, you know, a dust paper. sheet and uh, a towel, a hand towel, and a holdall. There's, I don't think there's any pregnant ladies in there, so it's unlikely mm. to come in handy. No, don't worry, back, I have maybe. a plan. Any, any of us any good with locks? Sorry? Any of us any good with locks? locks yes. um, we can bypass the lock. No, I, yeah, I'll, I, I, I can... Uh, Do you yeah, have lock-picking I, I, tools? Yeah, I might have a few with me. So what time are you returning to the Penhue Foundation? What time is it actually dark? Oh, I need well, it's dark now, spot. actually, so I'm going to go to... Roger will get to it before me, I suspect. <laughs> I, I really it will be around ready. about four or five o'clock. Sunset is about uh, four minutes to five, so by 5.30. Yeah, people will still be working. Um, we're gonna, we certainly can't go in before ten. Okay, you leave it till ten o'clock. I would probably suggest we leave it until a little later than that. What? Time to take in a show so first? Time? Yes, absolutely. Well, we don't... I mean, are, we know there are pubs and things nearby, so we don't really want to be yeah, caught with yeah. people coming out with last orders and that either. So no, I don't I think, think they have last... Do they have last orders in the 20s? Oh, I don't know. Or was that the first world They order? certainly like, did in, uh, in America. <laughs> um... Uh, uh, I wondered. I I don't think that came in until the Second World War. That kind of. Oh, okay. You've got a bugger. Drink off. up, everyone. <laughs> Enjoy yourself. We're <laughs> not going to get another chance for this for a long time. Um, but so there isn't really a single time when all the pubs close and everyone staggers out. Since right. The okay. Well, we'll just try and make sure it's late enough that very few people are going to be about. Obviously, After that midnight, means before midnight. Yeah, let's go for a few minutes before. You know. uh, I, 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 should, I shall I take two minutes to midnight. I shall, I shall take a flask of some reasonably pungent spirit. And I shall take a nap. <laughs> um, and guns-wise, how are you, how are you uh, tooled up, gentlemen? 38 revolver. Webley okay. and saber. With a, with a very, very poor chance of hitting anybody. Um, yeah, I'll, okay, I'll... I'll... Uh, do you need me to carry anything? Oh, I'm also carrying a uh, uh, a hefty knife. If you need me to carry, if you don't need me to carry anything, I'll kind of, um, I might have my rifle on my back, but. Uh... Okay, well, I mean, we could always take a second, um, uh, second bag with us. Yeah, I mean, I've got a. Just an empty one. I've got a couple of carpet bags, you can borrow one of mine. Obviously, we're not, you know, we're not just stealing everything. We're not going in to just really burgle the place. You're going to be very selective about what you actually... <laughs> we're, we're after anything that can be evidence. Um, anything that's or, well hidden. Or melted down. Okay, well, it is the witching sure, it's hour. Not my, not my hometown. Um, there are, as you approach the Penhew Foundation, uh, the lights are off, for the most part. The, the watchman, the doorman, is not on the door. Obviously, oh, the door okay. is closed. And locked. Can we circle the premises and look around? Yep, we're going for a back window. Okay, well, keep an eye out for a few minutes just in case anybody else is circling the premises. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Yes, because we have to stop, otherwise, if we're both circling the premises, (laughs) we'll just keep doing this all night. It's going to be awkward, isn't it? Um, Let's have spot hidden rolls while you uh, circle the premises, uh, observing the building. Thirty. That's more like it. I've got a spot uh, hidden of sixty-three. Yes. Twenty-one out of fifty-two. So that's less than half. Dead on. Okay. Yeah, you all 63. 
spot that there is clearly someone moving around the building. There are lights inside. Inside, yeah. um, someone. Uh, and as you did, anyone make it by less than half? I think. Yeah. So. Yep. Didn't they? Yep. Um, they they're moving at the sort of pace that suggests they're sort of patrolling the area. It's not just random. Stay in this room for a long time. Move it. It's, it's quite. So they have they're, a they're circling around the okay. building. How much um, do you suppose they pay that guard? Sorry. <laughs> How much do you suppose they pay that guard? <laughs> um, uh, do you think we can really rely on that working? Well, we can probably rely on it. In the, in, go, go find out Did anybody bring a, a lead-filled sock? <laughs> Oh, this is going to be London Zoo all over again. No, we've learned so much since then. No, um... We'll never get elephant up these steps. <laughs> Round the uh, the back uh, of the Penhew Foundation, there are large sliding gates, large enough to fit a lorry through, or a lorry, mm-hmm. if you prefer. Um, and there is a large padlock uh, on a chain around those gates. Uh, behind the gates you can see through uh, into a, um, a large courtyard um, with a, a door uh, up a short flight of steps to a door at the back. Um, there is a, a coal chute as well that you could see through the gate. Right. We don't want to do anything with the padlock or the chain because if a patrol patrolling police officer happens to come around they will just be doing things like checking are any doors open and are any chains broken on gates. So from the outside if it looks like job. it's closed up that's it. They also check the um, Wrigley's Spearmint Gum machines to see if it's given out the free packet. Um... <laughs> Also, my dad told me. <laughs> I was basically his, his job in the 60s was wandering around, making sure all the shops had, had locked their, their door properly, and then checking to see if there was any change in the um, uh, telephones and uh, if you get a free pack of Wrigley's. I just basically the tips for a, for a watch. They were very um, poorly paid in the, <laughs> in the 60s. But anyway, um, right, so we need to climb over this gates. Give us a leg up. Um, well, do you want me to have a look, see if I can uh, just open the uh, lock? Well, no, because we can't close it from the inside, can we? It's on a chain. Yeah, but uh, John is right. The padlock is on the outside of the gate. You would have to get back over These the aren't like railing gates, are they? <sighs> the padlock wouldn't fit through. They're quite closely spaced together. So you couldn't then just spin it back round. You would have to be on the the outside of the gate to lock the padlock. So it's just as easy to climb up, get over there, drop silently in like a... Okay, if word? you want to do that, but uh, they look pretty they look pretty sharp spikes. I've come prepared. Oh. All I have to do is... And does his trousers and gets out the treacle. Rabbit's foot <laughs> is going to give me a leg up. And then we just lay Edwin across the spikes at the top. <laughs> three-man job, you see, three-man job. Uh, the leg up is easy enough. Right. Um, at this point, I will be using the uh, heavily rolled-up dust sheet to protect myself against any spikes as I climb over them. 
Okay, fair enough. I mean, if you fall heavily onto them, that won't be enough. But if you're just briefly... How can I fall heavily onto them? Well, let's have a climb roll and find out. Well, if, if you were, say, picked up by a Biaki and then dropped. Yes. <laughs> no, obviously, obviously, 38, that's got to be reasonable, hasn't it? It's climb. 44, 40. yeah. Yes, uh, genuinely. I mean, it's quite easy with the leg up. Um, that is enough for you to drop reasonably silently onto the into the courtyard at the back. Right, okay. Put the dust sheet back in the hold all. Uh, let me just look at your relevant skills to you. Now, I need to know, is there a glass window in the door, or am I just going to have to go for an actual window? So there... Would you not like me to see if I can just open one of the doors? Just entirely <sighs> up to you. You know, I, mean, I, know, I know it's kind of... You seem to have an overwhelming urge to want to break something, but... Uh, should, should the rest of us get into the courtyard first? Well, I don't know. He seems quite happy. <laughs> so if, I, gentlemen, I, I, I'm, not, I'm not telling you what to do. Um, you can see, John, um, the, the large... Uh, it's not a double door, but it is a thick wooden door. There is no uh, window in it. There are two windows to the left of that, from your perspective. Okay, uh, what can I see through them? Uh, so you're creeping over there. The other things you see are, as I say, a coal chute and uh, small, obviously, elevator doors mm-hmm. um, uh, on the other side of the building, on the right side. Um, also, let's have a, a sport hand. I'm sorry? A sport hadn't. 78? No. Um, it's not under your operate heavy machinery or mechanical repair either, is it? I very much doubt it. I've got one in operate heavy machinery, which you would <laughs> yeah. think just I by have... trial and error, if you'd never seen so much as a Meccano set before, you'd have more than one. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. I've got that, but um, I don't think John has. <laughs> you get over to the uh, room and peek in to the window. Um, it is shuttered um, and you can see through it, just through the shutters in between the crowd. Have you got any light source at all? I'm not using a light source at the moment, no. I have it a battery torch, but um, I'm not going to use it unless I absolutely have to. As look what have it. The moon is actually very nearly full, so it is... That's not, that's not lucky. The uh, it's not actually full. That's not for a few nights yet, but it is very nearly full, so it is relatively uh, light out here. You can make out looks like crates maybe in there. Okay. Um, Climb rolls for anyone else attempting to uh, spike themselves on top of the fence. It's just a simple. Yes, you spike yourself. Brilliant. Um, (laughs) Twenty. I failed by nine. Which one of you? It's a spike up, up the bottom, I'm afraid. <laughs> um, I'll probably be going over next, I guess, because I'm nice and light. Uh, in that case, you make it because you get the leg up, and you made it anyway, uh, uh, Chumley. So you can make it over the fence too. Um, let's have luck rolls. Uh, a group, a party luck roll. Ah, mine, mine stupid, yeah, mine's stupidly high. 80. Mine's seventy, I think. Yeah, mine's mine's ninety. Is 70 the lowest? Yes. 70 the lowest, yeah. Okay. Uh, There's a reason roll it's it. called Rabbit's Foot. Yeah, I suppose I should have guessed that. Uh, 57. Okay, that's fine. There does not seem to be any uh, movement or light. Uh, the last time you saw the, the movements of presumably the security guard, they were uh, round towards the front of the building. Right. 
Uh, I will lay the dust sheet along the ground underneath the window. Okay. Uh, mechanic, oh, sorry, uh, let's have spot hidden rolls for the other two gentlemen as they come to approach you. Not, not for you, uh, John. Um, just under. Just uh, under. But what did you roll, Roger? 62 out of 63. Uh, yeah, I've rolled 49 out of 52, so I've made it by three. But I'm techie. You sense. are techie, and that's under your operate heavy machinery, I think. Is that right? Uh, it is indeed under my heavy machinery. So you, uh, well, you just about spot it, but you, the only reason you kind of put it together is because you know a little bit about how ventilation systems are put together. There is something to see. <laughs> um, there is. Um, an air intake pipe. Intake. An intake pipe. Um, yeah, I mean, you're, you, you're oh, used blimey, to Mary Poppins. On, on aviation. Um, it's it's weird. Why why would you have an air intake pipe for something? Uh, it's on the back, uh, in, in the rear, in the rear yard. Um, it feeds air to somewhere in the building. Um, Does it feed? Is it like? It's a primitive ventilation system, really. But it would, I, I guess, I mean, the reason you would see them is different areas that are usually sort of sealed off or difficult to access that don't have normal airflow. You don't know why you would have that in a building, generally. Perhaps it's a filter system. You know what London's like. Well, yeah, but surely about at the top of the house. Um, so this is right towards the bottom on the left, not far away from where... Uh, it, it actually leads into the uh, uh, to the the floor of the room that uh, Campion is looking in the window of. Okay. Um, the coal chute um, is that is that locked? Yes, uh, padlock uh, and locked with a chain. Can I see if I can um, have a little play with the padlock? Yes. What we uh, so what are the other two doing while? Um, uh, I, I, I shall move to uh, join Campion. Oh, yeah. And um, I will be spreading the dust sheet out below the window. I will yeah. then be taking out the newspaper, the chisel, the mallet, and the treacle. Okay, so while he's... <laughs> hopefully, by the time he's done that, I'll turn around and say, hey, I've opened the, I've opened the coal chute. Well, let's have a locksmith roll for you. Um... Okay, I've rolled 24 out of 41. So you're gonna fumble it, open the coal chute by falling into it. <laughs> <laughs> Crash threat. Um you do indeed open the padlock, uh, looking down to a uh, a dusty, dirty coal chute. We're not going down a bloody coal chute. I take out the towel, pry open the uh, uh tin of a treacle with the screwdriver and start dipping the towel in the treacle. I mean really Stop these you. shoes are practically new. It's up to you guys, but um, um, basically, is the um, coal chute um, uneven even enough that I can basically sort of work my way down reasonably? It's a chute, so there's a reasonable chance you will end up falling down it. Um, I mean, you could try. It's not like a polished slide, but it is a chute for coal. Um, it's, you might well fall down it. Okay, um, I'm going to see if I can just go down it. All right. So while Campion is carefully preparing something, Edward, you're just climbing down the coal chute. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going in this way, guys. If I can, I'll open the door for you. Ah, there'll be no need, my friend, but uh, take it steady. I say smearing treacle across the window. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Let's have a climb roll for you, uh, Edwin. That's a bit better. 17 out of uh, 40. Okay, yeah, you managed to uh, sort of wedge yourself across and shuffle down. You are getting quite uh, coaly, as the saying goes. Um, let me just look at your uh, route of ingress. Bear with me a second. Uh, uh would be, no, it wouldn't. Hang on. Oh, uh, good lord. With a melon. Um, oh, there With we go. My reputation. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, oh, uh, uh, can, uh, uh, right. You. are at the bottom of a coal chute. Okay, I shine my torch around. What do I see? Yeah, all right, hang on. Flip it out. <laughs> coal. <laughs> <laughs> a door. Uh, why does it split up the floors? I mean... Okay, hang on, hang on. Wait... The deadly coal-eating black rat. It's all right. Feed it coal. All right. You are um, in a large coal store. Um, there's coal all over the floor and around the room. Let's have another spot hidden as you shine your torch around. Oh, yes. Uh, 36 out of 52. Uh, you uh, notice on the wall to your left, as you've just come down the chute, um, the, is the air intake pipe that you saw on the outside, which comes down the wall yeah. and then through through the wall next to you, uh, as well as uh, um, electricity wiring okay. and hot cold water pipes. Okay, if I listen to that air intake pipe, do I hear anything other than the air intake whisperer? Other, other, <laughs> other than some mad fool playing around with treacle. Okay, you're uh, creeping over. Let's have a dexterity by five roll just to make sure you don't trip uh, over. Yeah, the floor. Uh, dex by five is five on the ground. I've got a dex of 16. So even though I rolled 70. I'm yes, that's fine. Um, you clamber over the coal um, to the wall. Meanwhile, upstairs, Campion has smeared the window. A, a thick layer of treacle over the window. I will now apply layers of newspaper. Oh, right, okay. Then, bunching up the uh, the towel, Yes. I will take the mallet and softly and quietly put the window through. Okay, you uh, you do that. The treacle holds the glass. Um, it's very well prepared. It's all Tap it around and peel it all down onto the floor. Break out those last few bits. Put the towel over the windowsill, over any remains of broken glass. And this is when we discover we've got only frigging shutters, isn't it? <laughs> it's all in the day's work for a journalist. <laughs> they're, not, they're not locked shutters. It's just no, that's fine. Uh, wooden shutters. So you can just yeah. push them away from the wall. 
Right, so um, we will now quietly go inside. Okay. <laughs> Nobody will ever know we've been here. <laughs> well, we <laughs> just followed the trickly footprints all the way back to his hotel, my lord. <laughs> um, this is where I realise what my sneak skill is. Is you it very bad? To the room, Campy. Are you following Stuart, um, Mr. Uh, Chumley? Yes, but very slowly and carefully. Advantage, I see. Inside this room are boxes, crates, old furniture, rolled-up rugs, um, all that sort of manner of things. The crates are all covered in dust. Um, now. There is a gap in the crates from your perspective, uh, almost leading to a little sort of enclosed, uh, like a little room within a room made of crates. Um, oh, and so we've built a little fort. Yeah, it would sort of. Um, That's why you have your tea breaks. It's clear from your perspective that this little area would not be visible from the door, which is opposite you. Um, if you just glanced in, you would just we'll think the room was crank, by the way. Okay, you've closed the shutters. Um, let's have sneak rolls for both of you. You swine. Good lord. Oh. I've, only right, just I've rolled missed. a one. How are you doing? <laughs> I've <laughs> rolled an 11, which for many people would be quite good. Oh, have you failed? Yes. You've got ten, haven't you? Yes. Um, you were going slowly and carefully, so you don't make a lot of noise. Give him a uh, bonus. Particularly, you can. Uh, you you don't. You think you're probably okay. You just if you have to go quicker, you're going to struggle to be quiet. But as long as you just take your time, don't stand on that squeaky floorboard again. Uh, don't knock over the broken hatch. glass or the treacle. <laughs> um, meanwhile, downstairs, and uh, shortly before we end, um, Edwin. You are up to the wall. Yes, uh, you listen to the air intake pipe. Would you like me to make a listener? Uh, yes. Um, I roll four. <laughs> I don't, see, I don't see why and your ears would get better from using them, but okay. No, you get better at focusing 50, on the sound. Out of 54. Um, it, it's clearly in use. Uh, the air is moving through it. Um, it's not just uh, it's not just passive ventilation. There, there's there'll be some kind of pumping system. Can uh, I hear or, a pump? Uh, yes, I was going to say, can I hear a rhythmic pump? There, there is. <laughs> Please, guys, <laughs> get a room. Um, <laughs> I actually, did didn't mean it in any way, shape, or form, pervy, but just for once. There is a rhythmic pumping noise from be- from below. <laughs> and, uh, there, there is clearly an air <laughs> attached to okay. this. Which is rhythmic pumping for this episode? Do you think, Roger? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Rhythmic pumping from below. (laughs) Uh, What are you doing with that uh, revelation of the uh, the episode's title? (laughs) Um, I'm probably looking for the door. The door is on the opposite wall to where you came in from. No, uh, there are no doors on the wall. You are listening, Tor. Okay, um, so I will head towards... Oh, there isn't a door. Um, there is... Well, there is, yes, you're trapped in here forever. Now, there is a low wall at the uh, at the other end. It's quite a large um, uh, coley area. Um, let's just have a deck roll for you to clamber over that and then clamber over the low wall. Uh, yeah, 73 for the um, clambering over the coal. Obviously, I'm slipping and sliding a little bit. 
and 78 over the wall, but um, that's still Dex times five for both. It, it's fine. You don't, it's a fairly low bar. It's just to get to the wall. Um, and here there is a, a large basement room. Um, there is the boiler um, out of which the pipes come mostly to the rest of the, the, the building, but also over to this wall that you've already investigated. Um, there is some clutter down here. Let's have a look roll from you, Edwin. Okay. Uh, okay, so I really don't need to roll uh, low for luck, but I've rolled one. All right. Okay. The, uh, somewhere up above, there is a quiet... Uh, as the security guard has a heart attack. <laughs> <laughs> Next thing um, you know, hot and cold running floozies everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> um uh, gentlemen up in the... Uh, so you clamber over the... There is a door on your left which leads into the, the wall. Uh, where the don't all doors do that? Yeah. For a short do. distance they, and then they, they lead out the other side? On the same, That is very much the idea of a door. Um, it's on the same wall as uh, the pipes. Though that's much the, further that's down the door I would like to... Um, I would like to behind you there, there are stairs it. up and at the bottom of clearly what was the elevator you saw further, yeah. further up. Okay, you're heading to that door, yep. uh, and we'll finish shortly, but let's just find out what you gentlemen are doing in the storage room. Playing with their treacle. I think we have a look uh, on the inside of the fort. Is this just something somebody's made to, you know, they can have a crafty fag or a sit and read the paper or something out of view of the door, or is there actually something going well, on in there? if they have um, their... There's an unusual finding in the centre of it, which is a large sarcophagus um, yes, with uh, the, the face of a, a female pharaoh upon it. Um, this sarcophagus is not especially um, dusty. There is some dust on it, but it, it's fairly free of dust. Um, somewhat uh, worn. Somewhat what, sorry? Worn. worn particularly worn. around the face. That You know, some of the paint has been stripped off. Well, it's uh, or been worn down. Um, Maybe they've been polishing it a bit too much. Tempting uh, to open it up, isn't it? It is all. Do you think we should? Well, spot hidden rolls as you approach it, chaps. Yeah. Oh, God, don't tell I'm... me it's got an alarm system. 13! Uh, yes, yes, that's under 63. <coughs> um, it's like moving, it. and it stands up and attacks. No, it's... Um... <coughs> right, um, it's... Uh... Are you sure you're okay? <laughs> I'm fine, I'm fine. Um, the wearing is around the cheeks, and particularly around both of the eyes. The paint has worn off the pupils. <coughs> of both of the eyes of this mummy case. What, as if people touch its eyeballs for luck? Yeah, a bit. It's, it looks a bit like the, the Blarney Stone, which, when I saw it, was very worn down and covered in gob. It did not yeah. look like anything you would want to <laughs> go to at all. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, it, perhaps it was an early form of inoculation or something. I don't know. It, it made up this story. And thought, Look, if we can spread enough of these germs. <laughs> <laughs> it could be. It could be. Um, yeah, why else would you... Uh... Because if it had been sort of, 
you know, moved about and got worn over the years of being travelled, it, it wouldn't be the eyeballs that no, would no. get w- worn off, would it? Yes, well, yes. Where, did, where, where, where were you going to grab it? Well, we could grab it by the eyes. <laughs> <laughs> do, do they look I as if they might... I suppose it could come to life and yawn and stretch and rub its eyes every time. <laughs> but I, it, it looks rather more like a sarcophagus than bagpuss, so I'm not sure that that's going to be it. And when Amenhotep wakes up, all his friends wake up too. <laughs> <laughs> um, do, do they look as if they're actually separate pieces, or is it just a particular bit of carving? Uh, spot hidden. Well, not really spot hidden. Um not hidden, particularly, is it? Intelligence roll, I think. By five. Oh, dear. Um, yes. <laughs> Bloody hell. <laughs> Made in by four, just barely. <laughs> you see, headmaster, I told you I'd make it. Um, the, the, uh, there are uh, a small uh, lines around the pupils of the eyes, which look as if they may be separate pieces. Nothing ventured, like nothing gained. Try and unscrew one. Pen knife. I'm just going to poke, poke him in the eye. Oh. Okay, as you uh, produce your pen knife, um, <clears throat> Chumley pokes the uh, sarcophagus in both eyes. There is a soft click as the eyes depress, and the case, mm. uh, the sound of an electric motor oh, um, uh, whirring into life, and the case slides uh. aside. To give access to a set of steep stairs leading down into the darkness. That's sad. Ooh. <coughs> and on that bombshell. You're going to have a glass of water <coughs> and that's it for tonight. Yes, I think that's probably a good place to leave it. Thank you very much. Well, thank that's you. Excellent. Well done in the episode Penetrating Penhue. So, uh, <laughs> next week is the final episode for these two characters then. <laughs> There is still um, quite a lot of... Uh, We're going to end up in the coal yeah. cellar. Yeah. Shoot the first thing that moves. It's going to be <laughs> tragic. <laughs> All right, right. gentlemen. Thank you. Oh, thank you for a that. bit of yeah, progress. Excellent. Yeah. Oh, You're really battling through it, I promise. <laughs> you laughed at my treacle. <laughs> right. Good night, we, everybody. <laughs> we, we did, we did. You but did. We, it. But it was, wor- it was worrying me accurate. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost like he's done it before, which is weird. Cause it's Every game I play, yes. <laughs> <laughs> See you next time. Bye. Okay, bye. Bye. Cheers. Bye.